What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Renderos Brothers. What it do, boppers? It's your boys, Sam and Mike, here bringing it to you every week. We're going to try our beer of the week. That's right. We got What If, Thor Was an Only Child, and we got the two movies, Prey and Candyman. So buckle up, kitties. It's time to get on this motherfucking roller coaster to the moon. Let's go. Whoa. All right, everybody. Hope you're having a fucking good week. As always, we're going to start off with the motherfucking beer of the week. Beer of the week is by motherfucking Stone Brewery. It is an anniversary beer. 25 years or 25 months. I don't know how long these motherfuckers have been around. 25, 25 years, though. It looks like since it's 1996 to 2021. We got a triple IPA. This motherfucker is going to slap us in the fucking face momentarily. Uh, we got uh, a <clears throat> 12.5 alcohol by volume. It is just a 12 filled ounce can. So it's not a big fucking can. Um, and yeah, just uh, let's give this shit a trace. Actually, let me see the fucking see the back now. I, I see this writing back here. It was 25 years ago that we planted our flag in North County, San Diego. We showed up into a modest, empty warehouse with some with some mighty big dreams. We thought people deserved a world with better beer and were determined to be a part of a cultural transformation we believed could happen even though few others shared our vision. This massive triple IPA is another important milestone on our continuing journey. Speaking of journeys, four reasons <laughs> four reasons you may guess our 25th anniversary celebration in 2021 will be a bit under, underrated for such a monumental anniversary so we've decided to hold our big event in 2022 with the stone 25 plus one years in the making anniversary celebration after a quarter century of quite a few twists and turns we're still here here for hops here for quality here for more good times here for another round. That shit's f- small writing is getting to me right here. <laughs> Holy shit. You haven't even drank yet. Yeah, I fucking wear glasses for a reason. Uh, we thank you sincerely for the years of support and pledge that we will we will always, as always, excuse me, strive to live up for the reasons for your loyalty. I mean, yeah, I mean, Stone's been around for 25 years, and shit. congratulations to them on succeeding. Uh, Congrats. I don't like any of your beers, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there was one that I did enjoy when I went down to the Pasadena location Cracking of Stone. my shit right now. I'm getting a pour. Um, it was the uh, IPA all the way or something like that. Because I had told the woman there that I wasn't a big fan of IPAs. And she was like, I got one uh, to try. Uh, so, yeah, this is a triple IPA. I don't um, know how good w- that helped because you still don't like IPAs. No, I still don't. Um, <laughs> but I've actually, you know, there are some, like I said, that I've opened up to. Like one of my favorites is Lagunitas Hazy Wonders. It's a nice, refreshing, crisp, but still sharp, hoppy. Uh, drink, um, but you know, like I have been trying to push past my boundaries of, you know, loggers and red yeah, ales yeah. and stuff like that. So it's it's not too bad. Yeah. Okay. Let's see I can't I can't smell about this anything on this, but it looks you know uh, I smell the hops in it. Very faint as fuck. But very faint. Um, but it but looks I'm that'll very give a crisp. Uh, drink off of that. It kind of has like a amber color to it. It's not even that fucking like. Yeah, it looks like a red trolley almost. Almost maybe a little bit lighter on the color, but like it's a nice caramel color if anybody says caramel i swear to god i will punch you in the fucking throat no, um but here we go it looks like caramel <laughs> wow wow that is sharp as fuck <laughs> yeah. i hate every second of this holy shit yeah i see your oh face oh my god <laughs> i was like holy fuck okay oh lord it, i mean it is really hoppy um, fuck it. Uh, I'm waiting for the head to go uh, down yeah, a bit. I, see, you know, I, I got see. I got a good minute to wait yeah, too. You poured you poured poorly again, like you have always. Uh, week man, after week. I like to see the fucking. I like to see what the how how, how fast the head goes away. Uh, it kind of, I don't know. For me, kind of shows like the, how how thick the beer would be. You know okay, what I mean? that one is not going away. <laughs> yeah, it's not going away at all. That's what I mean. The other ones go away fucking real quick. It's just sitting there, like a. Oh, that's crazy. Okay. No, dude. I mean, honestly, like this is one of the sharpest drinks i've had ever i have uh right, let's drink through the head and see and what we think it's 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 honestly like it's gonna be a brutal roller coaster but i'm gonna knock this down like a motherfucker because it is it is way hoppy like oh, shit just it's overwhelming for me and like i said not a big ipa guy so this is like it's so fucking me. hoppy <clears throat> for me in the beginning it's so hoppy 
that it um it almost tastes sweet and then you get the fucking kick of the dry like it's almost a dry I can't describe like a dry uh like the I don't I don't know how to fucking describe it. It's weird. You know what? It and has since I'm not a fucking uh, uh a connoisseur a connoisseur of, of yeah, uh, you have been beverage hours. Yeah. Quite you know, yeah, you know, I don't you know, what I will, I don't know I, the lingo. What I will say is it does have this almost caramel like taste to it. It's almost like like toffee. Caramel. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God. Uh, it has like this toffee taste to it. Like it's just really it's really in there, but the hops are just overwhelming. Okay. But I, I do taste like a toffee scented kind of like taste flavor, like a uh, you know, as I as I drink from this. I'm probably gonna down the fuck the shit out of this. You're gonna get fucking smashed with this shit, fool. I I had two beers before coming on, so I was like, uh, I need to take this shit easy. I don't want to fuck up the yeah. rest of my day. I still gotta do uh, six miles on the bike. Woo! Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the big news story is that today, Netflix announced that they have now effectively acquired the Rolled Doll Estate. Um, Rolled Doll. Rolled- Doll, yeah, estate. He what is the writer of such. In the flying fuck is that for it us is, regular people? Uh, it's actually for fans of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Matilda, the BFG, the Witches, James and the Giant Peach, uh, and many other books of that name. They have acquired the rights of the estate. They okay. effectively own everything to do animated films and live action films of his books so and remix materials. Are, are remakes coming? Uh, yeah, it looks like you're going to... Well, they actually announced three years ago that they were teaming up with the Rolled Doll Estate to do live-action animated stuff. Like, they're rebooting Matilda, uh, the, the you know, which I think the most popular version is the one that came out in the 90s. Matilda's with, shit. The movie? With, with Danny hey. DeVito. It's, it's a fun film. Um, I love that shit. So they're remaking that stuff, but, you know, like, it looks like, yeah, man, they they literally bought... The whole shebang. So now they can be doing uh, animation, live action, TV, publishing, games, experience, live theater, consumer products, like all that shit. Like that's their goal now. Uh, okay. And it'll also receive royalties on the existing Rolled Doll books. So they're trying to also make sure that they're, you know, they say. Well, with all that money. Um... Well, yeah, because you had mentioned a couple of podcasts like, like that. Um, Netflix was running in the positive now. Like, they didn't have to borrow any more cash. Yeah, yeah so, exactly. I mean, Yeah, so, I mean, it's... But it's still such a wild thing. Like, it seems like Netflix is like, all right, cool. Disney's obviously buying up these huge fucking properties. Yeah. Uh, it's time for us to start making some some real goddamn moves here. And honestly, Matilda... I mean, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is a beloved fucking thing. Yeah, of course, if they fucking make a good one. Yeah, well... That I, Johnny Depp shit. Well... You know, like, I think that was more accurate to the book, but I don't like that Tim Burton just... It felt like Tim Burton was doing, like, a lazy version of it. I was going to say, I understand, like, the accuracy in a sense, but no, man. No. Yeah, but it just felt lazy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, Johnny Depp felt maybe like it's, he was... Maybe it's uh, Gene... What the fuck was his name? Gene, uh, Gene Wilder? Wilder? Maybe it's just him. That was just... His presence is is a lot. I don't know. He was. He had He's kind of different, that... That different Willy Wonka type of presence when it comes... And Johnny Depp is more... Uh, well, Captain uh, Farrell, flamboyant, little weird. That in that sense, I think. Like he was just. It, yeah, I don't that, know. I, that's the for me even like the big fucking teeth. That's a bit. That's a bit much. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like and the old school and Gene Wilder when he's just a re- almost like a regular dude. But he is on, on the little bit a, on the weird a side. On the weird side, but he's more of a regular dude in in a way. You know, he just dresses fucking weird and talks a little weird, but. He I, looks regular. No, I got to tell you that fucking scene where they're in the boat and they goes, oh, and the world keeps spinning. I mean, you're going to tell me he doesn't look like a fucking serial killer right there? At that point, I expect a fucking Gene Wilder to bust out a nah. knife and just start fucking hacking and slashing these kids away. <laughs> nah. It's you, just it's just like you before you get into your fucking modes or like me. When you say, are you, are you mad or are you just talking? Yeah. Or like, well, uh, what is it? It's because well, well, I mean, like into our ways. Like, huh? oh, one, of the fun, out of this. one of the fun, fun things that I learned about tunnel the, vision. the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when they're in that tunnel they didn't tell the kids at all. All the reactions that they're doing is real. Like they had no fucking clue they were gonna go in for that, and they all had to take a break afterward because they were all crying. They were so freaked out by fucking Gene Wilder being like louder and louder and fucking um, so good. That's a good fucking great. See, the thing is, that's a great fucking film compared to the newest one. Shit's fucking trash. Yeah, the new one's not Come good. On. Like I said, no, like I said, I felt like it was a lazy take on things because they 
while they were following the main plots of the book. Even the fucking just, fact that they they bring out the same Oompa Loompa, exactly the same guy, just multiplied in fucking multitude of ways, you know what I mean, digitally, of course. Yeah. And it's just whack, yo. Right, it felt lazy. That's what, like I like I said, it, like, it looked like I, all right, there yeah. was no, like, real I tell the attempt. fucking, tell that to the graphic designer that fucking had to make all Zumba Loopers, see how lazy that fucker, what? I'll tell you, that wasn't lazy for no, shit. No, of course not. He wasn't lazy, but I'm talking about, like, Tim Burton's, like, take on the whole fucking thing felt lazy. Like, yeah. it didn't feel. Even the songs were whack. Shits were cheap. The, yeah, the songs weren't good. Um, which I, again, I think you need it's to Dan- keep it old school. You need it, to keep it the way it was. It's Danny Elfman. I don't think it need to keep it the way it was. In, but with I, certain nostalgic things, yes. I, you the know, most, the most, the most ones that hit, they need to put that into the into the movie. I believe that would that would have changed the game a little bit. It made the movie a little bit more uh, uh, like a throwback, like a, like a homage. You know. And so I felt like I was like, ah, I don't like know, a homage, like a homage. Yes, man. Homage. Yes. H is silent. Whoopsie. <laughs> uh, it's okay, but but no, but that for me, like, not if you're gonna not if, in America, but if you're gonna do, oh, it definitely in America, not in America, <laughs> definitely in America. Um, but you know the thing is, like, oh yeah, they're there and there. For me, um, that's just English in general. Yeah, like, English is just a weird Basura. language. But um, for me, like thinking about that film, um, I just think like if you're gonna do something like that, you better bring something new to the table. It's not a matter of like I, I hate fucking hey. Nost- I don't like nostalgia, even though I fucking love Stranger Things, but I don't relate to anything on the Stranger Things stuff. Mm. Like the nostalgia of like old school television movies and stuff. It's the same thing. Like Subconsciously, you're just loving it. And the, like, you're the for- sucking it in and you go to sleep and you're just like, oh, I fucking love Stranger Things and the 80s music and well, it breaks me back and you start to skip. And well, because we weren't kids in the 80s. We were exactly. babies. So like for me, I'm like, I don't know. I don't relate to any of this stuff. I fucking hate my but, childhood. Like, but like, <laughs> well, because my childhood was effectively from eighty five to ninety five, right? I mean, like, I was yeah, I barely turned uh, thirteen in like nine uh, the good old years ninety four. It's thirteen years old in ninety four. Before you found out that the government was truly fucking you right in your face. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what I mean? Like the the thing is, is that yeah, I just felt like it was lazy. But I mean, like it's interesting to see what's gonna happen with Netflix and this whole fucking deal. Like they haven't even said how much they paid for it okay. uh, a lot of uh i think a shit um, ton of money more than likely bloomberg was saying that they were thinking that it probably cost them 500 mil to a billion dollars but uh yeah there's no it's just on estimates okay um but yeah i mean like they have a whole fucking plethora of books to fucking pick from which uh you know i mean good for them i mean they're gonna have material to be putting out and stuff um yeah and they wanted to get into video games so maybe this is the first step into wanting to go into that realm yeah uh, and then we got uh what if uh, yeah, let's get into this shit. Thor, what if Thor was an only child? Thor, who has never learned, who never learned to be a good hero, throws an out-of-control intergalactic party on Earth. Uh, and they have everybody, Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Kat Dennings, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, the the whole cast of, of the film, you know, uh, Colby Smulders. Um, and I got to be honest here, I fucking hated this episode of What If. Yeah, could, fuck yeah, shit's were, oh man, it was, it I didn't just, expect it to be this after the fucking episodes that have just come come by, you know what I mean? That have, yeah. For because this to be, what, episode six? Episode six, yeah. Yeah, well, five the and Killmonger. four were fucking sick. Yeah, well, well this is episode seven, so this, seven, uh, yeah, okay, uh, episode six was Killmonger's episode, which is fine, yeah. it was fine. Uh, you know, I, I think we were a little bit more harder on it last week than, than looking back at it, and I'm like, it wasn't as bad as I think I, I felt it was. Yeah, okay. Um, now, watching this episode, I'm like, holy shit. Like, they had no fucking clue what to do with this storyline. Um, it felt super lazy. Um, Thor was just one big fucking joke. Uh, everyone was a big fucking joke. I, I will say I was very impressed by Kat Dennings and her voice acting. She okay. She sounded like... Like Darcy, uh, Natalie Portman was a little bit all over the place. Like there were some moments where I felt like she was really in the groove of voice acting, but kind of out of it on some other moments. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, honestly, it's just one big giant party thrown on Earth and people are trying to stop him because reasons The they're going to destroy the planet. I'm not exactly sure. Like, it just didn't make any sense to me why this episode. And we've seen this kind of shit before. For me, it felt like it was an immature Thor brat. Thor trying to do what he wants and party and not take responsibility for the things that he is supposed to. 
it felt too uh um I still felt too like team operish. Like is this guy is this guy like not well, in his of course he's not in his full well, sense. Felt I like, understand that, but it wasn't it wasn't entertaining. I just I didn't I didn't care for it. Right. It felt like um like you were watching a Saved by the Bell episode. Zach Morris is like Fucking My it, yeah. mom's coming home. We need to hide everything. Alvin yeah. and the chipmunks are having a party. Oh, oh shit, Dave's com- yeah. Dave's coming home. We gotta hide everything. Uh you know Dave's coming. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it felt yeah, like yeah. all that all that shit that you've seen before, except now in the Marvel universe, and it just wasn't exciting. And it wasn't fun. And it wasn't even played off right. It fucking was played it was, pretty oh, whack. It was an incredibly frustrating episode. Boring as fuck. Um, and in the end, they introduced... Uh, it looked like Vision. Um, I forget. Three eyes? Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah, the helmet opened up and it was Vision underneath. Oh, but honestly, okay. I didn't give a fuck. I, I didn't give a fuck about this story. I hated every second of it. This was by far the worst fucking what if. Yeah, you know how we were I talking agree. last week thinking it was a mid-season finale? And it turns out, no, it's just a mid-season point. Um, about how Captain Carter was probably like the weakest one. Yeah, no, this one. This one takes the fucking cake right away. Like in Captain it makes Carter, Captain Carter looked fucking dope. Yeah, this shit. And, and, and yeah, and it was just a, a retelling of the Captain America movie through her perspective, yeah. which is fine, you know. Like, but this one right here, by miles and miles, like motherfucker, like we're in L.A. This fucking and let's say Captain <laughs> Carter is L.A. Fucking and you know. This is like fucking Florida. This is the Florida of fucking Marvel. Like yeah. you don't want to fucking go there. You don't want to visit. It's not pretty. It's not fun. It's just a. But you might want to go there if you want to go to South Beach. But <laughs> that's about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it just it was it was not a good story. It was really really painful. And to it's have, like going to Albuquerque. There's no reason to go there. You know, you, so you absolutely hang, nothing there. So you got to hang that left in Albuquerque. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like it just. What a waste of all the talent that they have on this fucking show. On this fucking episode specifically. Like, I'm telling you, I fucking... Jeff Goldblum's in it. Frank Grillo's in it. Taika Waititi as Core. Karen Gillian. Everybody came back. Jamie Alexander. And they fucking squandered the fuck out of a clever fucking <laughs> they, thing. They spent all the fucking money on the fucking... Getting all the voice actors, fool. Yeah, and I, I still don't know... Story-wise, they fucking picked some fucking oh chump God, off was, the street. It was such a pain in the fucking ass. I fucking hated this goddamn. So give this new guy a try. Honestly, I wanted he's, to. He's not charging much. It, it was so fucking frustrating. I don't even want to watch the rest of these what if episodes. It oh, pissed me fuck. off that fucking much. I mean, I, we're still gonna do it. No, nah, because... I didn't think it that bad. Oh, I just dude, felt like I was this was fucking. I, I feel I, like there's a hit. <laughs> the thing is, to think about the different worlds and how they could exist in different ways. Yeah. Uh, to to a certain degree, for me, it's like, all right, cool, I get it. Yeah, some yeah. aren't that you can't hit, so, right? You're so gonna hit it. All of them aren't gonna fucking hit, no fucking way. Right, there's gonna be more whack ones, guaranteed. fucking teed. Uh, but this is just like this t- story, which just wasn't exciting. I don't think it's something that's really so relevant. Or you, the thing is, they try to make it seem like if Thor was Loki in a sense, or what? Yeah, Thor was like a softer Loki. Yeah, like, right. Not about yeah, and then Loki because he was accepted by the Jotunheim. And he became an ice giant. He's just like, I'm cool, man. I'm cool. I'm yeah. still, you know, but I'm not like, I'm not the bad guy. But yeah, I, I mean, but this episode pissed me off. But like, I, I, I finished the episode angry. And like, just super pissed off. Yeah, what would I was, you, I was what, like, what would you give this? I'd give it a fucking three. A three? Yeah. Uh, That's just being being nice, to be honest. I'm going to give it a two out of ten. Yeah. Uh, like, just because doing this shit, being a nice guy. I'm, I'm still a Marvel show. Uh, next week we will be starting to talk about the voice acting was cool. Uh, you voice know, acting was great. That. I'll take that. You know, some of the fucking the, like the animation's cool. Even I like the the reason I give it three is I like some of the animation when they're fighting. Yeah. And as a reg, uh, you know, like they're of course they're having a fucking cr- crazy ass battle, but on the floor as a regular person, you look up into the sky, it just looks like a storm. You know. Yeah. I like that that aspect of it. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Uh, I'll give you that, but I'm still gonna give it a two. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, but yeah, uh, fucking sh- the, the episode was shit. But sure. I was gonna, I was gonna say Star Wars fucking Visions. Trash. Uh, Star Wars Visions came out this week. Um, we're probably gonna cover the whole fucking thing next week uh, because they're about 14 minute episodes. There's nine episodes total. Oh, that's not bad. Okay, uh, there and it's an anthology of the Star Wars series. Uh, Disney reached out to Japanese studios and had them come up with short stories set in the world, and okay. we're, we're gonna check that out. It's gonna be like the Sweet. end. It's like the Animatrix. Right? Okay. Yeah, let's yeah, check it so, out. I'm down. So we'll continue with that, and then we'll still finish What If. Now let's get started on these movies. Uh, the first film of the week is going to be Prey on Netflix. A hiking trip into the wild turns into a desperate bid for survival for five friends on the run from a mysterious shooter. Directed by Thomas Sabine, Sabin, uh, starring David Cross, Hanno Koffler, 
Maria Enrich, uh, Robert Finster, Young Nyo, uh, Claude Steinbacher. And um, yeah, let's just talk about this fucking movie. Um, what do you think? Um, I think you should skip it. <laughs> Hated it. Hated it. <laughs> like fucking in living color. It's oh, no, fucking uh, <clears throat> very poorly executed in my head. Yeah. Um, the fucking decisions, the fact that like you you, were, you, you pointed that out or, or before the pod decisions. That's but it's a, that's a given. Like it was a woman with a rifle. She, like how many bullets are in that fucking rifle? That's you know those things come like, into those things come into account when you're fucking starting to think about what the fuck is going on. Well, not only that, like you know, not only was it a single person because whether it's a woman or a man, right? It's one person with one rifle. Yeah. And so, and it was a single bolt action yeah, kind of a rifle. Single, yeah, I was saying it's a single bolt so, rifle. Like, come on. So for me, like, while this shooter was far away, like when they were far away, I get the threat. I was trying to accept it though. I accepted, like, hey, this this uh, this woman that's a sick ass marksman. She's fucking just toying with these fools in the beginning, but she can smoke you if she wants. Right. But you know, but the thing was, is like for me, like you you could also try to take this person. They had multiple opportunities where she was close enough in range where she might pop off a shot and they might be able to tackle her and, like, end the threat. Yeah. But they made poor decisions as um, as characters. Uh, you know, like, when they were in the car, they're like, oh, we'll get in the car and drive away, which I was like, is the first thought that I had. And then they didn't. They ran yeah, into the forest, which I'm like, okay, cool. Well, clearly the shots aren't coming that quickly. So, therefore, you got time to open up one of the doors and slide in there lying down and have somebody get in the car and just start driving. You know, like there's a way to fucking do it. But instead they ran to the forest and they, you know, continued to get chased down by this fucking psychotic person. Another thing I thought was, so you guys are, um, they also had a woodsman guy, you know, a wilderness guy. And this guy doesn't have a fucking knife on him. He has no protection, not a stick, not nothing. So you never heard of bears before. You never heard of uh, wilderness attacking you, or you might get stranded Wolves. or lost, <clears throat> and you need to start a fire or some fucking shit. You know, like th- th- how Something. can you have a woodsman guy and and he fucking doesn't know shit? And, and honestly, like when they like, found get the her, fuck out of here. When they found her at the lake, and they're like, "Hello, hello, our Mom, friend, I'm trying to help you. Our friend, our friend was shot. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Our yeah, friend was shot, that. and she just stands there looking at them. I would be uh, scared. I'd be like, I, "What's up with this?" Automatically, bitch? I thought to myself, like. Start fucking running. Fucking run. Because I already knew. She's going to pick up a rifle. And sure enough, and she fucking domed that motherfucker, dude. Like, bah, was not not Vincent. Um, yeah, but it made it seem like... Stefan. Um, Stefan got fucking murked. To me, it made it seem like... A, um, okay, so she turned around with a big-ass fucking rifle. Pulls the big-ass rifle. And this fool doesn't even duck. And she gets him clearly right in the shot in the fucking forehead. Like, No. Yeah. And, no, and that's then, not gonna fucking happen. But my best, my best, my my most fucking a- aggravating part of this film, and because you know, and this is just all the negative shit we're going through. There, there is some positive no, that I have, um, that I have in terms of filmmaking. I, I don't lie. But story, <laughs> story wise, it, it is frustrating. Um, when they went Excuse to, me. when they got to the cabin and they talked to the woman, they're like, call the police. And she's like, all we have is the landline. I'm like, come on, dude. Like, you see these guys coming here. You see the guy's got a fucking bandage on his arm. You would think that something's going on. And on top of that, when you call 911, most systems nowadays, the moment you call from your house, it tracks you. It tracks you. Yeah. Um, so th- they were out in the wilderness, bruv. Yeah. But what I, what I really disliked is that they decided to leave this fucking cabin instead of staying put. Or trying to flank her. You know what I mean? Like, she's yeah. going to have to come into the windows, at least to try to murk them while they're lying down. Yeah, she needs to see where the fuck they're at. You could have had them come out through the side and be like, all right, we're going to wait for her. When she pops You know, when she pops in, we're going to try to rush her. She okay. might get one of us. She might not get one of us. Well, um, I, I fucking started this like in this movie off the jump because I thought the acting was shit also. The dude gets shot and he's just standing there like... And he's uh, the, that I, I don't know. Me, the acting was just not well, on you know, point either. You know, the thing is, is like I remember when uh, Dad, when we were kids, when uh, him and his friends were robbed and shot. Yeah. Uh, Dad said that you couldn't even tell. He like I didn't know I was shot. Uh, he said that he didn't realize it until after his body had calmed down from the adrenaline that he had looked down on his arm and he was like, "Oh shit, I'm shot." 
Like, yeah. he had no fucking clue. Yeah, but that's a G. That fool in the <laughs> fucking... The fuck the fucking <laughs> that fool in that movie was fucking cheap, yo. Come on. No, but... Fool was but, crying already, dog. Well, people reacted. Nothing had even happened to him yet. That fool wasn't even hurt yet. That fool was already crying. It, it, people react differently. Nah. I mean, like, you, you, you have people who, exactly. like, panic and, like, will freeze in fear, right? Correct? Like, you have... like Yeah, because that's that flight, the fight or flight. Exactly. So his, his response was more flight, but, you know, more like... I can't move. Like, which happens. Whatever. I don't give a fuck about that part. Like, I thought the acting was fine. I thought the acting um, between, uh, mostly from Roman, David Cross, was probably the strongest acting. What I, what I didn't like is that the decisions of the character didn't help them on their fucking journey. Like, at all. It made things worse for them because they yeah. were just stupid. They were stupid fucking I- stupid decisions. And I also try to think about it as, like, it's a German film. Well, the thing is, even as friends, for me... Um uh, I guess friends that, they, that as long as they had been, you're not gonna get into a fucking argument over such a stupid fucking things the way they were like depicting in the movie. Right. That's not gonna happen. You know, you're gonna you're gonna want to stick together. You're not gonna be like, oh let's separate, let's go different ways. That's yeah, not, let's abandon not, each other. Yeah, that's not gonna fucking happen, dude. And and then the biggest twist, which makes sense, why? Because it looks like Maria took. Listen, this wasn't even grab a stick or a rock to throw at the fucking killer. Nothing. It's fucking ridiculous. Nothing. And then um, also what I didn't fucking like. Is that they're super close. She's super close. They make a sudden movement and she doesn't hear it. Like, how the fuck can you hear her but she can't hear you, you fucking dickwad? <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. No, the movie was trash, yo. No, and, Skip this shit. And so, like, for me, right when they expose why she's, like, hunting people. Yeah. I was like, okay, so she's lost her mind. That's okay. But with the thing that I found the hardest to swallow, and I know that it happens out there in the fucking world is that Roman's brother, Albert, slept with Roman's fiance, and she also went along with it. Yeah. Like, I, I, I didn't... It. Blew. Well, they don't fucking... They don't... Uh, they Address don't it. Di- yeah, they don't want to dive into that. They don't say, tell you shit. It's just, it's just part of... Uh, it was just part of the script, and someone had to say it. Yeah. It, it felt like just... Because the, sto- they thought that the story yeah, hurt. The watchers were going to be like, oh, no. Yeah. I was like, I don't care about but this. Yeah, as a, as a person trying to consume this... It was fucking like eating dog shit. Yeah, for me, I, the the positive that I will say is that um, it was over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the the shots where the helicopter's flying through the forest, and you see how vast the forest is. Okay, I, I, to yeah, give you I, the I'll sense, I agree with that. To give you the sense of isolation from you and the rest of the world, but other than that, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, that's it, probably yeah, yeah. It, I, I agree. Cause yeah, just sit uh uh uh. Like panor- panoramic like yeah. views of of how the forest looked like that with the sun rising and like the fucking clouds and all that kind of shit. Oh, yeah. That shit all looked dope. You know. What yeah, I mean? but it looked Mother dope. Nature is fucking amazing. But it, it but it also re- it also reminds you of like what he's trying to go for, right? Is the isolation. These guys are all alone in the forest. But the thing was is like because the story is so badly written, like in terms of like the pa- not not even the pacing, yeah. but just the idea that they were gonna make such poor decisions. Because I think. Uh, I think audiences are over poor decision making. Yeah, generally, like we we've been watching fucking horror films, thriller films for yeah. fucking decades at this point in time. I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of bad decisions. Now, if you're gonna make bad decisions, be funny, like Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Like, sure, make make a joke out of that shit. Like, that's funny. It, it's a different yeah. thing. But this is like, come on, man. We've seen this fucking movie before. I don't need to watch this fucking shit again. Give me something where they're like trying to fight back. Yeah. And but it, even the fucking way that the killer dies and all that kind of stuff, dude, that shit's weak. It was weak as fuck. And he just sits weak, there at weak. the end. And you're like, so I assume like, oh, do they die? Like they're dead? I guess that's it. They're all going to die. He's shot in the fucking thigh. His brother's fucking bleeding out. <laughs> yeah, everybody's going to die. Everyone's going to die. He's going to fucking die for sure. He's going to oh, bleed out of himself. Yeah, yeah. Fucking animals going to be like, you smell that dog? It's blood. Let's go find yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> a bear, you know, since that Something. woodsman that woodsman guy never heard of a bear before. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what the fuck was going on with this movie, really. Yeah, so, that that itself right there was to me was just like fucking ridiculous. So uh so you know, now we've said our piece, what would you give this film? I'm now that we just, just talked about it and it, it reminded me more about I'm gonna go ahead and give this a one. A one, okay. Yes. Um actually and you get it, you get that one because those shots of the fucking forest were nice. Anybody could do those shots, even me. A hundred fucking percent, I could make. I could take that shot, Garen fucking T. Just give me the fucking right equipment. I will get you a better shot than that, probably. But that's the only reason you're getting a one on for this one. 
honestly. Uh, I'm going to give this film a three. Um, honestly, it just... <laughs> you dropped it, a couple notches. I did. I was sitting... I, look, so we discuss these films off, off air. It's fucking um, Because we yeah, want to make pre- sure that we're hitting It's called pre-production, points. motherfuckers. And so Everybody does it. Initially, we were sitting at five and four. Until we do our live. Until we do a live and things may change. We're, you don't see us, but we're fucking throwing hand signals. Yeah, like we, got we're 30 fucking... se- we got 30 seconds ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, but it's honestly just... It's not. It's not a. It's not a strong film by any stretch of the imagination. What I, what it's I, frustrating. What I think that uh, Netflix is really good at doing is uh, marketing. Their marketing fucking person for these movies that are fucking trash is really fucking good, dude. Because well, it they looked can, interesting. They can, they can fucking pull you into just watch, wanting to watch some shit off a fucking thirty second trailer, and 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 it, and, and, and it, it works. The motherfuckers they, got us, and they did a good job making it look interesting in the trailer. Got him. And I only saw like a little chunk of it. I didn't even see the whole trailer. I was just like, "Oh, this looks interesting." Sure, he's nuts. <laughs> got him. <'em. laughs> uh, they got us. That's for damn sure. So yeah, so that's a a, a three and a one uh, for uh, prey. Uh, now our that's not set- a thirty-one. That's a fucking it's three, one, three out of three. Don't three, watch this. Three out of ten for me. One out of ten for go uh, outside Mike. and fucking uh, uh, watch clean the up sunset. Your, clean up your dog poop. You have a better time. <laughs> um. So our second film is a movie that. Is a sequel to the 1992 film of the same name, uh, Candyman. Candyman. Um, so it's a sequel to the horror film Candyman that returns Say to now gentrified Chicago neighborhood where the legend began. Directed by Naya DaCosta, uh, written by Jordan Peele, Win Rosenfeld, and Naya DaCosta herself, based on characters created by Clive Barker and Bernard Rose, starring y- y- Yahai Abdul Mateen II, uh, Tayona Paris. Uh, Nathan Stewart, Jarrett Coleman, Domingo, Kyle Kaminsky, um, and you know has some the returning, you know uh, voices of uh, you Virginia Virginia Madsons in this film as the voice of the original character of Helen Lyle. Yeah, and um, the one and only the original Candyman, the original Candyman himself, Tony Candy Todd makes them. Dandy. Tony Todd comes back in the uh, in the into the mix. Um, so, what are your thoughts right off the bat? Let's discuss this film. Um, I fucking didn't see any trailers. Didn't know this movie was even gonna come out. Um, yeah. It just fucking popped up as, hey, this fucking movie's out. So I was like, you know what? Let's fucking watch this shit. Uh, of course, it was not scary for Dick, but story wise itself was uh, interesting. It kept my attention. It kept me wanting to find out what what exactly or why exactly is this going on. Right. And that for me, uh, uh, the fact that they can keep my attention in that way goes a long, goes a long way also, you know what I mean? Because that's, that's hard to do with um, the type of story that they're trying to, to, to portray. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you there. Like, this wasn't scary by any stretch of the imagination, but the story was really well written. I yeah. think, um, you know, Naya DaCosta, Jordan Peele, and Wynn Rosenfeld... Uh, wrote a really strong movie about like gentrification, black injustice, the the perpetuation of of violence amongst black people, right? Like yeah. the villain the villainization, yeah. How they make of you black, think that, of black men, yeah, and how they make you think that all oh, these communities are this way mm-hmm. and that way to fucking that way to to demoralize the whole area in a sense, get them all the fuck out, and then sell it to to to, to you know rich. To, White people, in yeah, a sense, in, in for a low cost, you know, for them to ge- eventually turn that area into a, a power generator. Yeah, and um, can I say, like, the cast is just strong right off the bat. Yaya yeah, Abdul Mateen II, uh, Tayona Paris are fucking, they're, everyone in this fucking movie is so fucking strong. Uh, Coleman Domingo as William um, and all, all that stuff. Just a strong cast. I mean, Naya DaCosta also directs this so fucking well. I also thought it was a bit, uh, a bit. Um, I thought it was a bit weird when it came down to like the whole uh, bee biting of him, and then him having to pick at it, and the way it kind of like uh, disintegrated his arm in a sense, and he did nothing about it for so fucking long. Yeah. That to me, it seemed a bit a bit far of a stretch because a bee bite, if it starts to look fucking weird within two fucking days, I'm sure anybody will go to the goddamn doctor. Right, I think so too, but I, I feel like because of the hypnotic hold that the Candyman put on him, it was difficult for him to understand really what was going on. He looked lost, yeah, yeah. Uh, most of the time, yeah, and of also times. 
trying to figure out like what the fuck is going on with him. Like he knows that there's something wrong with him, but he can't quite put his yeah, finger he on it. Understand it. Um, you know, and you're along with the ride of his kind of like descent into madness. Um, but the idea that you know, like they pushed black people out of these neighborhoods and then just to tear it down and build these fucking high-rise skyscraper apartment deluxe with these lofts, you know, with these lofts for the you know. For people for to the posh, yeah, for the posh artistic world and that whole fucking thing, right? Like, w- like what really is it about gentrification that like causes these kinds? You know, like all the the trauma that comes from all that, and all the history of like black people, especially in that area of Chicago where this movie takes place. Yeah, um, you know, like I really loved the exploration of that and the fact that they paid you know, respect and built off of the original 1992 film of the same name, um, I thought was really impressive. I liked the on-screen kills because it left a lot to your imagination. I like when movies do that. It's the same thing with, like, Scarface, right? The infamous chainsaw scene. Everybody fucking hates it. But you never actually see anything. What you see is the chainsaw coming closer to the person's face, and then it cuts to Tony getting sprayed by blood. You actually never see anything. Yeah. And so I liked some of the moments where uh, Naya DaCosta took that violence and really left it to kind of like you imagining what was fucking happening. I get that, but I didn't like the fact of uh, uh, the first the first ones when the when uh, when the, the people were killed in the gallery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. That seemed very. Very, uh, first of all, I thought it was fucking stupid because they were cleaning in the dark, cleaning up the gallery after a fucking show like that, and they were cleaning up in the dark, which I felt was fucking goddamn ridiculous. There yeah. was no fucking way that would be going on, or why would that be even happening? Um, also, for such a lucrative type of gallery that it was, you're not, you're not gonna be fucking cleaning up yourself, yo. You're gonna have cleaners there, you're gonna have a ton of people around until all of you walk out together because that's what these artsy fucks do. That's just a fact, and that's cool. It's nothing wrong with that, you know. I just feel like they didn't depict it properly because I don't feel like that's what would go on. Yeah, it's not realistic in a sense. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, the cleaning up in the dark—that's fucking ridiculous. But um, I like the fact of how they were killed in the gallery. Yeah, because it shows you kind of what's going on. But in the bathroom scene, you don't see shit. You don't see shit. And that to me was fucking trash because you can't. I'm not imagining anything to be honest. I'm imagining. That that she's gonna oh, that little girl's gonna open her eyes, the one that's sitting in the toilet, and just is gonna be blood and that's it. Like there's yeah, nothing yeah. that really made my mind wind. Yeah, I, I, I like for me like my imagination is always on like full. So for me like I was yeah, just like I understand how, that, yeah, but yeah, there's yeah, no but yeah. there's no way but, but not for, everybody for the imagine. I just don't think even with your imagine be, imagination being so wild. The the bathroom scene was fucking trash compared to the other scenes of killing. And maybe it's because it was teenagers in high school. It was it's a it, fucking movie though, and it was also like a lot of teenagers, right? It was what was yeah, it four four, four four young ladies? Yeah, who get fucking five. One ran out. One ran out before they before, they, before one, it was completed. One walks in right before it starts to begin to happen, and she just sits down on the toilet or some shit. She yeah, she stays put. She does not fucking move. Yeah, she's she just, trying to ignore them all. Yeah, but but I just don't. That to me was. Was fucking. It was like a waste of a, a scene. Really. It was a drop ball. They could, yeah, they could have yeah. fucking done so much, uh, so much exploration on, on even the killings that were going on within the bathroom to really make your imagination go somewhere. But this was just you're looking at the fucking bathroom door closed, and that's to me. Or like the, you're looking at the girl. It does. It just didn't give me enough to re- even really want to think about how those girls are being killed. I just don't even care. I'm wondering what's gonna happen to this girl sitting there. Yeah, no, That's all my imagination is going towards. I, I get, I get that. I mean, that makes sense because obviously, like you know, everyone has their own perspective of how they're gonna yeah. do this shit. Um, so, um, yeah, um, that makes sense. But, I, but you know, like I, I know that this has gotten kind of like mixed reviews from like people that we've seen on Instagram talking about it. Yeah, like you know, some people thought it sucked. Some people thought it was really good. Um, I, but I, you know, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm letting it slide here pretty heavily because I really did like. No, story. story wise, they put the fucking story wise was strong. Yeah, it it, it had a good uh, uh, trauma, uh, the past, dealing with that. Yeah, keeping myth alive, uh, you know, perpetuating some of that myth. Uh, you know, systematic injustice against black men, like gentrification, all that shit. Like, really, was yeah, it's really well told. And really it's told well told. The way the way it was told in a 
supposed it's supposed to be a scary movie, um, and they come out with that. I think that they still they were still able to pull it off in a, in a strong way. Yeah, because I don't think necessarily that horror has to be scary. I think horror is the idea of using kind of like supernatural ideals or like monstrous behavior, like you know, like the woman in Prey was supposed to be, um, and, and, and things like that to explore different aspects of the human condition. Yeah. And I like you know, I and I think with this movie, they definitely it was a very serious tone, not a lot of humor in it. You know, horror has typically some Yo, kind of balance. He's a scary movie for the whole for the white people. Yeah. Latino, Latino, <laughs> Latino with a brain. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and it was it was it was interesting to 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 see the the angle they were taking. Yeah. Um, you know, and for for those successes, like I I really appreciate the film. Like yeah, they I fucking think, hit properly. Yeah. They hit properly, you to know, be honest. You know, the cursed child. On, yeah, everything's like, on point in that in that way. I thought it was kind of dumb. I what I what I, all the downfalls of mine was yeah, yeah. some of the um animation like the, the oh dude for I, the candy man. Oh, I love that uh, <laughs> the 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 paper fucking uh, the candlelight storytelling shit. Are you talking about that? No, I mean like the reflections. Oh yeah, okay. I felt like that was just like all right, fucking relax. Like, you, that's just too computer animated. They, they didn't spend enough on that budget in a sense to really make it. Like it's almost car- it was almost cartoony, you know what I mean? Because the Candyman himself, when he was animated, he did he looked fucking animated. Yeah, he did. He and did. That I didn't appreciate. Well, I imagine I that t- uh, Tony Todd. Let me, I mean, like, he's older at this point. But you could have gotten a stunt double. Yeah, exactly. For some of those shots. Also, even the fucking at the end when uh, when the dude uh, I guess uh, is turning into the Candyman or whatever the fuck the way yeah. he the way he looks like the original, and then his voice sounds like the original. I, I felt like it was a mix between the old school one and the new guy. And they've combined them together, and they looked like the original, like the Candyman from the nineteen nineties. Yeah, I mean, and like it, they, I think they did a good job of blending all that together. Yeah, that um, they do. You know, um, but yeah, uh, what would you give this movie? I would give it a fucking seven, dude. I'll definitely, I would definitely watch it again. A seven, yeah, for sure. I, I'm gonna give it an eight. I think the story is incredibly strong. I mean, I think Naya DaCosta does. An absolute banger of a job directing this fucking movie. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, it's it's an interesting kind. It's an interesting story that deserves being told, and it honestly, feels like, you know, you could keep going with this kind of shit. Like, you know, because obviously the cycle of violence in America, you know, it's is never just never ending. Um, and so it, it really hit and struck a nerve with me in terms of like. We are still talking and still dealing with the injustice of people of color in this world. And it seems like it's never going to end. And, and how do you address it? And how do you talk about it? And it may be by exploring these kinds of fucking like stories in film, you might be able to, to, to finally get people to understand where people of color are coming from. Because yeah. I think like... You have a lot of people who will fucking downplay the the kind of conditions that we uh, can live under, or the oppressive systems that can hold people of color from moving forward in this country and getting their equal chance at fucking life. Um, but yeah, so that, that's why I'm gonna give it an eight. Um, okay. This movie I rented it off of Vudu. Uh, you can rent it anywhere where uh, things are streaming. It's twenty dollars, um, and you should give it a shot. Honestly, you should definitely give this movie a uh, 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 a screening if you feel comfortable going in the movie theater go watch it there um but yeah uh what are the tidbits of the week uh <clears throat> we don't got too many tidbits this week okay yet again that's okay it's been a slow month everybody um but um i got a couple of them actually we spoke about one already about the whole uh, uh one of my tidbits was like, why the fuck would you be cleaning up in the in the dark you know what i mean you don't want to clean up in the dark people. yeah you know you want to turn on the light that's a tidbit right there. You know, turn on the fucking light so you can see well. Um, it's the only tidbit I really got is uh, spend twenty bucks on Uber Eats right now, but you have to buy uh, twenty dollars worth of Wendy's food, and you will get a free. Uh, it's a couple of free classes for noobs, which uh, would be noobs for any video games. So Fortnite, Animal Crossing, 
um, Call of Duty. I guess you get free classes for spending that money at Wendy's. They'll give you a free like teaching, teaching you how to play these games, so that when you that way, if you decide to play those games, you won't be the fucking wackest fool playing. You hear that, Charlie? So you won't be the wackest fool anymore. Yeah, Charlie, get up that get that twenty dollars worth of Wendy's, <laughs> homies. That four for four, and then uh, get something else. También. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't need those fucking classes. I'm a I'm a killer. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you play too many fucking video games. You're right. I do play a lot of games. I'm currently playing Control and Doom right now. Uh, I haven't played video games since I started uh, working back again. To work? Uh, it's been three weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Charlie has been talking shit about you. Yeah, I figured. I fucking knew it, man. <laughs> fucking Charlie, dude. Oh, my God. Get hey, on the show. Fool. Come hey, on the fool. show, Charlie. Yeah. God damn it. I fucking work, fool. It's called a job, homie. <laughs> <laughs> I I finally started working again. You know, I know um, it's been a long time since you heard me say job in a long time. You know what I mean? But uh, um, I'm working. Fool, what the fuck, man? Yeah, dog. Come on, homie. Um, yeah, yeah, guys. I'm tired. Ty- I work out in the suns, you know? Yeah. So that is the show. Thank you for joining us every week. We really fucking appreciate you. And uh, honestly, thank you for taking part in uh, these two idiots that you have before you. And these two uh, idiots would appreciate more if you fucking recommended a movie yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, honestly, if you guys Reviews. got something, if you guys got something that you guys want us to watch, fucking let us know. Because I mean, we are fucking down. It better not be that fucking musical that came out on Prime either. You shut up, dude. Don't fuck. tell. Don't give them ideas. <laughs> Don't give them ideas. Um. Anyways, you can always find us on Anchor.fm/slash The Renderos Bros. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram as the Renderos Bros. Or yeah, find us also. Also, I think we should ask people if if you guys know of any movies that are just like a like a a, a, a movie that's just not fucking very popular, uh, un, like underrated. Something that maybe that people just fucking hate, but you loved. Let us know what it might be, you know, and we'll, we'll check it out. We'll you know, check like it out. the movie Highway to Hell. If you guys never seen Highway to Hell, well, that fucking movie is fucking dope. <laughs> that movie came out on HBO back in the mid '90s. I want to say, yeah, my with brother, ben Stiller. My brother and I rented that movie at Blockbuster or no Hollywood Video when it existed. Yeah, and we watched the fuck out of that movie. That's a classic, right? There. Um, That's a it is a corny, campy, uh, schlocky film, but it is so much. Fun. Yeah, fuck yeah. Really so much fun. It's it's one of those movies you can crack jokes with your friends or just watch it for the sheer fucking wacky entertainment of it all. Um, but yeah, um, if you have something like that, let us know. I mean, we're willing to watch it. We want to watch movies yes. that you recommend because honestly, sometimes it's difficult for us to come up with something. Well, what if you liked something then all you, and all your friends hated thought it. it? Hey, I hated it or thought it was, oh, this person's che- this movie's cheesy. Yeah, or this movie's really bad and it doesn't deserve to be fucking viewed by anybody. Yeah. Let us know. We'll watch it and, and then we'll see if your friends are right. Uh, yeah, and, just and- like uh, uh, Cruella. <laughs> uh, I haven't watched Charlie, Cruella. I Cruella have, fucking sucks. I haven't watched Cruella. I don't. You, you I don't can't need, judge you don't it. need to. You um, don't need to. That's for damn but, sure. Um, but I will say this: uh, you can contact us. You can contact me at Render Me Sam as all one word on Instagram. You can reach my brother at Hollywood Mike with a double I and Mike, of course, because you don't spell Hollywood with eyes. It's with Woo! the wise. It's uh, with the wise. Yeah, but you can you can definitely reach out to us. Uh, we do try to get back to you guys. We do comment back when you guys comment on our on our posts. Uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you know, find us on Spotify. Anchor.fm slash the Renderos Bros has all the links of the stuff we do stream to. Eventually, we're gonna try to figure out how to stream elsewhere. Yeah. As on and put that up as well. But honestly, guys, like we really love the fact that we do this. You know, because a we got to spend time together. Because honestly, adults are busy. Yeah. But the Charlie. fact that we get to share in our love of movies, because we grew up watching movies with our dad. My dad would rent movies at least three times a week, and we would watch movies. And obviously, growing up with him, we'd watch a lot of like Steven Seagal films, Steven Spielberg films. You know, like the the bangers of films. But we've never actually gone through and watched like the classic movies that make cinema cinema helped develop cinema as an art. And yeah, so eventually gonna, I've seen Gone with the Wind when I was in high school. I'm never going to watch that again. I've and never my you've brain seen more, Gone with the Wind. My, my, my brain is more developed. I will never watch that. I've never ever, seen it. Ever I, watch that shit. I've never seen it. But that I, fucking movie is fucking trash, dude. Well, I, it, I, well first of all, it romanticizes racist as fuck and I will never watch that fucking movie again. Yeah, no, I, I think like it romanticized 
the idea of southern southern hospitality and the southern fuck, hospitality fuck, fuck you yeah you guys are fu- i mean here's fuck the, thing. the waffle house but here- <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing right like yo yo fuck these confederate traitors to the united states yeah fuck that whole shit it's my heritage what fucking owning people go fuck yourself yeah fuck um, you <laughs> but, yeah, but we yeah, mean guys. that shit with the fucking deepest of our hearts oh, fuck that we don't have room here for fucking homophobia transphobia uh you know racism or none of that shit we yeah, ex- will slap you we'll we, backhand we, you we we give me that powder we have gotten to the point in our lives especially you know i mean think about this uh conservative upbringing in terms of like uh you know latino uh heritage latinx heritage but on top of that, like, we've grown to understand that this is the one yeah, we life. Called, we were called fucking gay for crying, you know what I mean? For having emotion. Yeah, we, we. It's like, that's a fucking manly fucking thing to have to be able to express yourself. Yo, that shit shows such such a human. It, that's it, such a fucking human right. trait that you have to fucking have. If yeah, you don't have that, you're not. You, you, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, that, I mean, we were raised to think that crying was a, uh, a girl a hum, thing. A girl thing. Or a gay a, thing. A gay thing. And, and like, whatever, honestly, like. like the fuck does that even mean? I mean, what I, the fuck you I about? genuinely had to go to therapy to to to, yeah, to like, address my issues with all that shit. Um, but you know, we've we've come to the realization that this is the one life we have to live. We got to make it the best possible. We got to accept people for who they are. Yeah, and then that's it. The main question is, are you happy? If yeah. you can say yes, fucking a. I, I that's all we care about. Yeah. We don't give a fuck about nothing else. Are you happy? Unless you're out murdering people and that makes you happy, then there's something fucking wrong yeah, with you. You need to be, need to be the stopped. Fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And 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 I, I, I would help stop with you because that's fucking horseshit. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like honestly, like you know, I it just, something that gets you off, makes you feel good. Fucking have at it. Have at it. Um, Except if it's little kids, that's fucking disgusting. Yeah, and you deserve or, yeah, to fucking you pay a price. Yeah, yeah. You, you need to be fucking taken out back. There's always fucking, a negative to the positive. Yeah, but you but, know what I mean. You know what? I, yeah. <laughs> Getting off topic here, but then, anyways, we were closing the show out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll be back next week. Um, we're definitely going to be covering other films. I forget what comes out this week, but we're going to look at it. I believe something will be coming out. Um, oh no, I think it's September 30th. Wait, will that, will that be in time? No, this for... is going to be the weekend of the 24th or whatever. Okay. okay. Which so actually, we, yeah. Um, I got a Paramount movie, that's Paramount Plus movie that's coming out uh, on the 30th of September. I forget what it was, but that's yeah, and definitely then October sixth, VHS ninety four comes out. I, I definitely want to check that out. Okay. Um, but anyways, guys, uh, we got we got other films. We will try to post. I know we're really bad at social media, but um, we will try to post like what we discuss. Uh, but we'll catch you guys next week. Uh, uh, we will be covering either half or if not the whole series of Star Wars Visions. Uh, what ifs next episode, and we'll probably just to keep time to a minimum, we'll do one movie. Uh, yeah. Just because nine episodes of a show, I'm going to be taking a lot of notes on that and discussing it. So if you have not, if you are going to watch Star Wars Visions, watch it this week because I will watch it and we will spoil the fuck out of it. Spoilers ahead, motherfuckers. Uh, but thank you guys for being with us. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Be safe. Get vaccinated if you haven't. Yeah. Don't forget that those who are bored are looking for excitement and those who are excitement are, are excited and need a little bit of calmness. <laughs> but stay wild. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. I don't know. I was doing it one fucking day. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll catch you guys next week. Take her easy. Oh, thank you.